0: You are entering the Shungite Zone. This is the Shungite Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. And welcome to the Shungite Show. It's February 2nd, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is to, today, Derek's not here, he's doing another one of his trips, but today we have um, a special <laughs> a special guest, um, Walt Silva's with us, and of course, Mark is going to be here. Well, he is here, actually. I know he's here because I've been talking to him. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Mark? Hello, Nancy. Hello, oh, there's Mark. Walt. There's Walt. Yeah, 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 Walt.
1: <laughs> Hi, Nancy. Hi, Walt. Hi. Good to see you guys.
0: Absolutely. Now, let me ask you... I don't the, have
2: a camera. I don't have to see you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Mind's eyes. Mind's <laughs> eyes, yeah. Okay, I need my people in chat to let me know if I'm uh, the sound sounds right, okay? If I'm a little loud or a little low, let me know. I'm sure th- these guys, I can't do much about them. I've got to match myself to whatever they're doing, so I would appreciate any... Anything that's a problem, let me know. Oh and Dolly's there. Hey Dolly, how are ya? <laughs> okay, so um yes, Walt. First off, let's um let's 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 just ask Mark to uh you know, you got any questions of Walt? <laughs> Mark. You've always got questions.
1: Yeah, so when Derek took one of his journeys, um what was it like three weeks ago? Uh, He was driving towards my neck of the woods and was mentioning about feeling the effects of 5G and could see it among the trees, uh, the tensions. And so uh, I have his resonator that I know goes all the way up there, which is 90 minutes from where I'm at. And there's also a Hapono resonator in in Sacramento. So those are two that I know that cover the the area. And so we were going back and forth with, with Derek and Nancy as far as like... I, I my initial um what do you call it? Expect, expectation impression of, of of the resonator was it was supposed to biocompatibilize five G and higher within my area, but Derek was saying like um that wasn't the case as far as when he was driving down the highway. So I was wondering and then Nancy was saying like um Yeah, there isn't anything you can do for five G or even higher. So I don't know um, if I was misinterpreting what the resonators were supposed to do, or, uh, maybe I could reprogram the resonator and advise or recommend the person who has the Opono, uh, resonator. Um, I don't that's, know, what, what that's, their that's
2: the thing about 5G. That's the thing about 5G. I know that from my dowsing is that it does address the energies of 5G. Uh, and of course we know that they're playing around with the energies of 5G, uh, remember the 5g standard is not one single frequency it, it it goes something from like 60 to something else it's it's a it's a it's a range of frequencies if you look at if you look on wikipedia the 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 standard it goes from 20 gigahertz all the way up to to 60 and 70 gigahertz so they're obviously playing with it or tweaking it but that's where your consciousness comes in. Uh, program the pro, uh, program the resonator. You don't need to know the number. Just tell it to you know address or balance or clear out or whatever terminology is is cl- comfortable for you and it feels it makes sense for you to you and program it and it'll address it just by just by itself unless you tell it to do something. Remember, this is Shanghai. It's super. It's conscious and aware uh, if you're not telling it to address the 5G it's not going to do it um, that's that's my understanding of, of how it works so I don't know uh, have you done that work programmed your resonator to address the 5G oh I I
1: initially assumed that it was already part of the preset programs but I just did that now so we'll see what happens Yeah, I, I just uh, sent a um, request, and then so I'll, I'll see where it goes from there.
2: Yeah, because of the, the the frequency of Shanghai is, first off, ever since the, hold on a second, let me bring up my sheet here, because initially Shanghai had a, a, a certain frequency, and then, okay, new parent tools, okay. Um, Okay, here we go. Essence frequencies, Shanghai. Yeah. After remember the uh, the blue meteor that disintegrated over the Shanghai fields. Pri- prior to that, the frequency of the Shanghai was like in the in the three digits in megahertz. After that, when I doused it, I got. gigahertz so right now in its present state Shanghai is actually capable of of uh, producing energies way 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 above the 5g even if, if they're pushing 5g in the upper 70s range it's still far below the energy that uh, a Shanghai is capable so but what happens is like any like um, old old shangite it has to be programmed to do what you want it once once it's programmed it's it's run it's not human it doesn't get tired it doesn't need to go to the bathroom it doesn't need to take a nap it just runs the only way it's either you stop it or you change the program to something else but once you establish that then it has, there's, it has, unless you tell it otherwise, it has no reason to stop. One, one of the things that I warned somebody, um, somebody sent me a question: Do, do they, do they need photos to do radianic work? Well, this is in ref, questions in reference to the uh, Shangite spirit spiral and the turpentine spiral. If they need the the photo a photo of a place or a person in order to do the work and I said it all has to do with you and your consciousness if someone is like Nancy who's who's been doing consciousness work for the longest time uh, she doesn't need a, a photo she just closes her eyes and she's already got the image and, uh, and it's solid and it knows so once she tells any that any device do this, or activate this, or whatever terminology she uses, that's it, it's done. But most people can hold on to a thought for what, four, five seconds? So just thinking of a thought, it, they'll think it, and then it like, a, like a soap bubble, it's going to explode. Why? Because they're unable to sustain that thought for a much longer time. In fact, for people that are into, and I'm sure you're aware of this because you're aware of uh, manifestation work, um, if you want to really manifest something at any level you have to be able to sustain a thought or an intention an affirmation or prayer 30 seconds or more you have to you gotta you gotta break that barrier that 30 seconds 30 seconds or more then it's 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 building up its momentum and it's that that is going to go off like a balloon or like a ball and it's going to manifest but uh most people are have such short span of attention that they said, "Yeah, I have the thought, yeah, for like a flash." <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, oh,
3: can
0: I well can I interrupt you for a second? Can you move please. your mi- can you move your mic just a slightly away from your mouth because we're I'm I, hearing pop 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 Yeah,
2: yeah, I just did it. Got I it. Hope that works.
0: I'll let you yeah. know. <laughs> I'm the boss. <laughs> I'm the boss when it comes yes. to sound. I doubt that it was, anybody else was hearing it, but it was like making me crazy. So I'm sorry. But go back to what you were saying. Fascinating. I didn't know that about the 30 seconds.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. You you have to be about at least at least in order to in order to give how uh, how can I put this projecting a thought it's like you're inflating a balloon or like or, or like you're charging up something you have to put energy behind it in order to uh, in in order to give it some form of solidity and and uh, duration uh, for example there's there's a great book uh, called uh, flying without a broom and one of the chapters in the book is uh, uh, not only manifestation but Projecting energy, and for example, um, one of the things the book teaches you is that when you project, um, let's say, uh, different color pranas, it 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 turns out that the blue is the one that has the longest duration. I mean, if you if you project, let's say, a blue sphere on top of a a, a, a table table surface, and you just put your hand over it, and you manifest the image, you see it in your mind's eye, the sphere, how big is it, how solid it is. If you put your hand away, that fear is going to stay there because that sphere is blue and blue has a, a very long duration. Whereas if you do a red sphere or a yellow sphere, chances are it's going to dissolve in a very, in a short amount of time. So blue is excellent for that kind of work because it's going to stay there. And in fact, one of the, um, one of the examples given in the book was uh, this lady. Um, I don't remember the, the book said how old she was, but she had this habit when she would go outside. Um, she would have a, a sphere on one of her shoulders, uh, like a like a guardian, like a protector guardian. So I, I I don't know what city she lived in, but one night she was confronted by something like like a like a burglar kite. Someone who had a like a threatening attitude because he wanted her purse. And instead of getting scared or anything, all she did is she put her hand up to her shoulder like she was touching something there, like somebody touching a pet or something that's there. And all she said is the, the words, get him. And the guy got, so he got wet as a sheet and he turned around and he fled. <laughs> Like he actually felt something or saw something, he actually ran away scared because the woman did not have an, any type of attitude of uh, of uh, fear or concern. Or, no, she, she was dead serious. She said, "Get him," and the guy just ran away scared. And what's what is the explanation unless this is, you know, there is an energy field interacting with his in such a way that. He had no choice but to be afraid, and he just he, he, he ran away. So blue is a is a great um, energy to do manifestation or affirmations or or even in even in your resonator, you can project a blue sphere within it or around it, wherever you feel it. So that and um, you say you you connect an affirmation to that that you want this or or thank you for do, manifesting this, whatever affirmation, whatever intention you're wanting, and that's going to stay there. The beauty of it is that because the resonator is constantly rotating the energy, once you pr- you park a sphere of energy onto it, that's it. It's going to keep on running because there's nothing else stopping it. If it, if it were just by itself, okay, eventually it's going to dissipate because it's, it's an energy ball. But once you park it on the resonator and the resonator is feeding it, there's nothing to stop it unless you stop the ball.
1: Great. Thank you, Walt. I'll, uh, mm-hmm. I've already programmed it, so we'll see how things go. It had me partially okay. concerned. Keep, keep us posted. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that energy sensitive where I could, oh, yeah, it, it's doing it. But uh, it, it was a concern of mine personally because uh, – as far as the NASA, um, what do you call it? I don't know if it's an airport or like location. Is only a half hour away from me, and then mm-hmm. like Lockheed Two is maybe like thirty, forty minutes away. And then I don't know if they have like six, seven G kind of things that they're not telling us. I mean, we know that um, the technology, these contractors and, and 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 black ops, whatever, is like at least ten, twenty decade or uh, what do you call it? Uh, years ahead. So just wanted to have the other G's covered and, and as much as like, you know, Gene Decode has, had said that uh, some of these um, 5G and other towers have been um, altered by uh, uh, the Alliance. So we'll see.
2: Well, the, the thing was is that whatever they're doing with it, it's being done at the material level. They're reliant on circuitry and all of that. But we know that energy has a level of consciousness, because of what it is, it's pure energy. So you just modify it. You don't have to be a victim of energy. Just modify it. Even the most poisonous, toxic, disgusting energy, you can take it and turn it into something else. You just have to be awake and aware of what you're doing. Uh, we don't need to be reliant on just, oh, okay. This instrument or that instrument or this machine or this this instrument produces this. I don't care what the instrument is doing. You're not doing it. It's the instrument. Therefore, any technology they're using is far below your consciousness. Your consciousness trumps everything else. That's what that's, that's the thing that matters. Is and in fact, the reason we're not doing more is because we don't believe it. Because we're convinced, oh, no, no, there's nothing I can do against that. They're using this alien technology which is more powerful than anything I've ever met. Oh, they can just destroy you in a second. Well, that's a belief system. (laughs) It does it because you you accept that it does it.
0: (laughs) Reality is what you think it is.
2: Yeah, some lady wrote about that.
0: (laughs) whole book? (laughs) And that book, by the way, and I'm telling everybody, you know, go to CosmicReality.com. There's a blog and books tab. Click on that. Go down to Books by N.L. Hopkins or whatever I said there. And get the PDF of Cosmic Reality. You know, you can buy it. You can buy it from Derek and you can buy it from uh, Amazon. But get the book as a PDF and just go... The first book is about John Kennedy and the Jesus Christ connection. It was written up until, well, during while I was in the military. But the second book, Down the Rabbit Hole, really gives you a, you know, one-on-one version of reality. It goes from chemtrails to, you know, the Masonic connections to, uh, you you name it, it's in there. The, the 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 fact that we're a corporation. It just gives you a real good and I'm not saying this because I wrote it, I'm saying it because I read it, okay? It gives you a really good overview of the various different things that we've got coming after us, and I didn't even well, talk about 5G.
2: <laughs> let me let me mention something since you brought up chemtrails. Okay. There's a great example there to illustrate to Mark the business that, uh, yes, you can use the resonator to address 5G, Quite simply because, and the years—this is before I knew uh, shanghai But I knew about uh, the affirmations and projecting in order to, uh, in order to make manifestations. I remember I built—I think it was the, the third cloudbuster that I have in the backyard. No, 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 no. Sorry, the second one. And. I was kind of disappointed because I followed all the, all the clues, all the instructions on building the cloud buster, but yet they were spraying the chemtrails, um, t- turning the sky into, into a mesh. I mean, a- a- every day would start with such a beautiful sun, and then in, in half an hour, it was already clouded. And every day, the same routine. It was just horrible. And I figured what doesn't this thing work I'm, I'm, I followed all the rules, everything why isn't this working And then I, uh, I realized the thing about the affirmation and that's exactly what I started doing. I projected the thought the intention onto the onto the cloudbuster and every time I would see even the, 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 I would see like the first or the second cloud uh, chemtrail. And I would say, thank you for clearing all all chemtrails in the sky today. And I was very specific. I was every day, if I would see it, it would be today. So it was always in present tense doing this. And then it started working. It's like every, every day I would do it. I would thank you for clearing all chemtrails today. That's it. 15 minutes later, there was nothing. Where every day every day they were covering the sky. It was horrible. But ever since I started doing that, you would see one chemtrail, maybe at the most, maybe I just got wind, I just noticed that there's two. I would start saying the affirmation, 30 minutes later, there's nothing else in the sky, whereas before they would cover them. The caveat was, it, it happened to me, and then it happened to a client of mine that was visiting Italy. It works. If you, this is where the, uh, uh, sovereignty comes in and you know your your place your space it worked as long as I was here and home in my space because this woman in California uh, she bought one of my devices and she was doing that she was getting rid of uh, of chemtrails she lives in Costa Mesa Mesa there's a place called Costa Meza in, in California. Yeah. She's, she's, she's Russian. And uh, one of the the initial device actually saved the life of uh, her trees uh, across because she says she has a park across the street. And the, the, uh, along that section, the trees were, were getting yellowed and dying. And she says, but the, the four trees that are straight in front of my house were saved. And she credits her, the, the device that I sent her. It protected her, <laughs> those, those trees. But uh, later she bought the other devices and I, I told her about, she didn't buy a Cloudbuster. But I, I told her about programming her existing device with power of intention. And she started doing it and she started sending me photos I mean the the sky, the you would see the beginnings of the of uh, chemtrails, and then later nothing. It was just it was so happy it was cleared, and then at one point in the year, she traveled uh, to Italy to visit, and she couldn't do it. No matter how she tried, she could not clear the chemtrails in Italy, and she went to I don't know. I I think she went to visit the area of the Vatican, and. I said, Maria, I'm sorry to tell you, but it's not your space. You're, you you don't live there. <laughs> Therefore, someone who is a native there or someone who, who – that's their space, their place. Their their sovereignty will give them the permission to get rid of chemtrails. You don't – you're not a – you're just a visitor there. You can't do anything. So I experienced it and she experienced it because when I, I went to um, – there's a place in the desert, and I think it's a high desert. It's called Phelan. There's a town in California. It's in. The, it's considered the high desert. And I saw. And I there's a a lady there, and I sold her a cloudbuster. And uh, it when I visited her, I attempted to do my affirmations to the chemtrails I was seeing. Uh, i could see the formation of chemtrails but the farther away from where she was it actually it actually was working for her that uh, the chemtrails that were forming were forming in such a play in such a way that right over her property it was always clear there was always a hole in the sky over but farther away from her you could see this huge i mean I, i'd never seen the amount of uh, chemtrails spraying as, a, as i saw. That year in um, California, it was crazy. But when I attempted to do affirmations to clear no, nothing, I'd, it's like I wasn't even there. And I had the same thing happen to me that happened to this lady Maria in Italy. If it's not your place, you don't have any sovereignty, therefore it it's not going to work. But if where you live, it's your place, it's your house, it's this that's your place you have sovereignty so I don't care if they if they do a, a crazy amount of 5G 5G that will dissolve your brain I, I don't care because it's the energy is going to obey you and you can do with anything anything you want with the energy because remember they, they're using technology but if, but if you're using your consciousness you win it's 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 awake it's a it's, a, it's energy that's awake and it's conscious because it's got your consciousness behind it. And because you're parking it on an active device, there's no way to shut it off unless you shut it off.
0: Hi, Walt. <laughs> Did I bore you guys? I no, no, you. no. I'm fascinated. Well, because I, I, I spent more time with you on radio than anybody else in the world. And you always amaze me because you give me more insight into things that I thought I had a really good handle on. Um, I've been telling the world that you, you, that shungite will not help uh, 5G. The reason being, from the technological standpoint, it's, it's a, it's a different kind of a signal. It's a, you know, microwave signal, and so I. And I want people to wake up to the dangers of 5G, not as something that's going to physically hurt you, but something that is designed for surveillance. But I love the way that you just explained, you know, why we shouldn't be afraid of it. I'm not going to put this on Radio 5G because I want those people active out there, you know, because you know, if you t- if you give if you give them an out, <laughs> what I'm. Well, no, con- but
2: the thing is that. Fear is not a solution because, in that in that sense, uh, fear is going to disempower you.
1: Well, Even then, though then, you
2: you could shut it off, you, its its fear is going to disempower you. So you want to, you want to use your power.
0: Yes, but see, it in in the sense of, of the five G and the people that are out there being active, they're not afraid of it. They know they can stop it. But you know we've got these layers and stopping 5G at the 3D level is not just stopping the EMF problem it's it's confronting the concept that this is designed as a surveillance unit much more so than well, if, delivering communications if you, can get them,
2: if you can get them to wake up to that like so many people are, are, are asleep Regarding certain people that they're, they're they can't believe that he's doing what he's doing now. I mean, <laughs> there are, there are people that are still asleep, believing the narrative that this uh, clone is giving people, and you're going to convince them about five G. <laughs> well, hopefully, five
0: G will help them open up their minds to the fact that. You know, Biden and the others, you know, are not who you think they are. Your communications, you you know, these technological people are not your friends. They are not your friends.
2: If Twitter is any indication, people are starting to wake up. Hey, wait, wait, I thought he was going to do this. Wait, 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 wait. I thought he was going to do this. What what do you mean he's not going to do this? So, uh, well, welcome to a nice, uh, healthy dose of surprise. Surprise!
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, the audiences into Shungite that listen to this show, they very much would understand, in my opinion, the concept. Because if you're working with Shungite, Shungite teaches us, you know, our own potential. It's not, it's not the end all. We are the end all, sort of in in, in a comparison. But Shungite is an extraordinary tool and a friend you know
2: that's why shanghai what you you're, you said at first that's why shanghai is such a major major game changer because yes we were aware of all, what's happening but we were like so powerless because at one point like the cabal had all the tools and all the toys to do whatever they wanted to do with us but we had nothing with which to answer to respond to that but then, uh, Shanghai came into the scene, and Shanghai was it. It was a way to take control of our energy. It was a, it was a way to get back our sovereignty, because Shanghai you can't use it for negative things. It doesn't matter how hard you try, it will not it will not obey. If you have negative intentions, negative projections, negative affirmations, it just won't do anything, and that's the only. That's the only mineral doing that work. So even though there are minerals that are good protection against negative forces like obsidian, for example, it's not like Shangite. Shangite can do so much more. So that, that, that was the game change. We now have the, a tool in our hands to manifest what we want and change you know, our reality. Well without it, the, the shungite we, we, we were like kind of powerless in that in that sense.
0: Well we were we were powerless also because the EMF was attacking us. Just the not 5G, we're just talking 4G, 3G, 2G. Um it, we were being under attack of it, but once you get the shungite in your environment and your mind starts to clear. You know, it's like, "Oh, wait, what the heck?" You know, and and now now your mind is clear enough to be able to start taking charge of your own reality because you've been programmed, and Shung, Shung, that 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 to me was the most important thing that I saw Shungite doing was, you know, because I was lucky. I was surrounded with a tremendous number of different frequencies, including nectar, which we'll talk about in a little bit. So I, even though I'm energy sensitive. I work around an awful lot of electronics. And I wasn't getting the bombardment and changes in my body because of all the mineral energies. But when you introduce Shungite, even, even though I thought I was protected, when I got the Shungite, my mind got even, even more clear. I mean, it was like, whoa, whoa. It was like opening up a whole new reality. And then when the blue star kachina you know exploded over the shungite field on the 21st of february 2020 we had a, 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 an additional boost like do you remember how much was a thousand times more powerful shungite after the the hit or do you remember exactly the the no, change be,
2: before that before that uh, I, I think the, free, well, the th- frequency was in like the three digits, but afterwards I said the frequency after my last dowsing, I got twelve hundred and ninety eight point four one four gigahertz. Do you realize how much frequency that is compared to to five uh, G at seventy gigahertz? It's one thousand two hundred and ninety eight point four one four gigahertz. You understand the difference? Oh, yes I <laughs> that's yes, how powerful this yes, thing is I going did. so but but that's that's one of the things is that Shanghai is aware of sovereignty. So even though a a Shanghai device is working in your immediate area, if you don't accept it. If, you, if your MBR belief system is, oh, I have nothing protecting me, I am totally exposed, I'm a targeted individual, it's not going to do anything. That, that's how discriminating the, the Shanghai is. If, if you, in your space, in your place, in your place of sovereignty, you believe yeah you are unprotected and your energies are killing you, you could have, your neighbor could have a, a resonator. Uh, no, it's your energies are gonna kill you because the the Shanghai is not going to invade your space, your place unless you accept it, so if you're not aware of it, that's not gonna help you.
0: I think that has to do with witnessing too and yeah. the- con- and the concept of witnessing is that you know. <laughs> the gods, and I say gods because I think the source god created lesser, not lesser, well yeah, lesser gods, to um, you know be the, the creative consciousness between, in the 3D world. All of those energy forms can take care of everything. But this is, this is a, a, an, a, an area of the universe, of life itself, where humanity is the game. You know the game is to get humanity to a point of what when they when they took the when he when God was was you know put him in the Garden of Eden he said, hey dudes, don't you be eating from the tree of knowledge. So, Eve gets tricked, eats from the tree of knowledge, and God says, you gotta leave. You gotta go out into this 3D world now. You gotta see how how hard it can be to live because you broke that golden rule don't eat from the tree of knowledge and it's a really kind of a weird thing because what convinced eve to be able to eat it was the devil said well "Well, we know the bible
2: has been modified forever and uh, i don't mean to contradict you but i don't think it's the tree of knowledge I think is the tree of unknowledge because it, it sounds very reptilian where you're living you are totally awake and you are conscious of everything, but now after eating from this tree, you get disconnected and now you feel like a, a defenseless animal. I don't think that's a tree of knowledge, that's a tree of un of ignorance. Yes. Because from I, from I, super knowledge and and awareness now you feel like a frightened little mouse? No, that's not that's not knowledge. And in fact when you think about it, what's what's in the tree? What's representing the energy essence in the tree? A reptile. So if that's not a message, you know, <laughs> of the reptilian agenda that came to this planet to modify the the, the locals, I don't know what is.
0: <laughs> well, that was going to be the point I made here, you know, because when you look at it he he said to her if you take from the tree of knowledge you will be like gods and know the difference between good and evil now how profound is that because when you when you take from the tree of knowledge when you when you start to go down that road it's not knowledge that 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 that, that they're talking about it's technology yeah you know and so if you've got the technology, then you can be like God. But the key is you gotta know the difference between good and evil. And so what Shungite presents to us is an element of mineral and all, you know coming from the cosmos with all those energies in it, every energy that you would ever need. And it's like a gift package to humanity. Here, you you access this gift, and you will have be as powerful as gods. But you also know the difference between good and evil. It's sort of like a I don't know, like like a protection thing when you're working with the Shanghai. Do you understand what I'm saying here? It's mm-hmm. it's it's like it's like. When you work with the Shungite and you're doing it in an annoying and purposeful way, you begin to understand. It it helps you tap into your own energies to make energy connections because in the environment of that field, you are being protected from all of that technology that they have put on this planet in order to control us. And, you know, I mean, you you go into, weren't there places where there wasn't any technology? Well, yes, but the technology was much more subtle. It was the technology of mind control. Even, even, you know, back in the Egyptian times, where you don't think that they had too many things, they had a lot of it. But, you know, they understood mind control, because we're not talking about humanity. We're talking about, you know, the legion of evil, the other side of it, you know, the controllers. The ones that don't understand the difference between good and evil. So my thing is, we've been on this quest for the difference between good and evil, and Shungai is, is kind of like a crutch, <laughs> or you know what I think of it more. So when you got that bicycle and you go going, you know, you got those little wheels on it, trainer trainer wheels, okay. I think they call them, you know, that it's like that. You stay protected, you stay balanced. The electromagnetic energies can't really, you know. I'm not going to say that, you know, you can get into trouble if you're not careful. But for the most part, Shanghai protects you from that, protects you from toxicity, protects you from a lot of things. And gives you the space in which to become all that you can become, I guess is my point.
2: And it helps you avoid a big, big, When you, when you think about it, the fact that it shuts off in the presence of if you want to do something evil with it. It means that Shanghai is not a weapon, and Shanghai will only let you use it uh, for good, in a constructive way. Now, that, in it of itself, that is a very strong message, because that's the only way that you're going to solve the problems. It's not going to be, attacking evil, attacking, you know, giving, and atta- you are being attacked, therefore you am going to attack back. That's not a solution. You're you're still feeding your. You, that's the that's the energy that they want. That you that you attack attack at, attack. So, Shanga is telling you don't waste your energy attacking evil. Uh, reinforce the good stuff. Bring forth the the energies of anything that's good about you, like like love and and light and and attention constructive things, that's going to get you forward. That's going to solve you but giving like by like, okay, because they're attacking, I'm gonna do the same thing. Well, what do you have at the end? A lot of attacking. And they are the winners because attacking is you know, doing evil things. That's that's the the trick. That's the that's the thing that feeds them. All that conflict is is a source of food for them, all that negative stuff. But you can't use Shanghai for negative stuff. It won't let you because that's the wrong road. Uh, answering with the destructive thing is it's it, first off. If you do constructive things, if you if you base your affirmations, your manifestations, all of that, with good energy, constructive energy, love, understanding, compassion, all of these things. <clears throat> There's nothing they can do with that energy. They're powerless. That's why they hate it. And they do everything in their power to get to bring you down vibration-wise. Bring you down. Focus on, oh, we, uh, you know, revenge and, and re- return and an and attack and all of that. It's, it's, that's their game. You're playing into their hands. Defend yourself, that's fine but don't initiate an attack because then you're playing into their game. That that they understand and they're going to kick your ass every time because they understand that so very well. But you you give good stuff, they're powerless. They don't know what to do with good stuff. Even, even um, uh, what do you call it, uh, Simon Parks said it, if they had a way to plug love into the things they want to do. we will, This would be a world full of love, but they, they don't know what to do with love. They, they can't touch the energy. All they know how, what to do is the energy of, of fear. That's low frequency. That they can use. They know what to do with that. That's a great energy for them to use. So there's a clue there. Shanghai does not turn on for negative energy. It's, that's why it's, it's a waste of time thinking. Oh, I'm, I'm like somebody wrote me a letter that he wanted to he wanted me to give my idea how he could build a powerful weapon. And I said, weapons? No, I do not even go near that. I don't touch that. Uh, I'm sure you can find somebody else who works with uh, organ and organite, and you can make something. But that's not me because that's, that doesn't work. You're playing into their hands, you know, building weapons.
0: <laughs> they actually asked you to build a weapon?
2: Yes. They wanted a, an etheric weapon. I said, nope, I'm not oh going to touch God. it.
0: Speaking of etheric weapons, um, do, you, do you recall the story you told me regarding that California uh, cloudbuster where you were in Minnesota... Minnesota Michigan um and you were just sort of remote viewing that site when you saw the uh etheric ve- uh vehicle coming oh through.
2: no that was that was uh, that was the cloudbuster in california yeah yeah and i was i, I was uh lying outside of i th- i don't remember I think if it was summertime or springtime, but I was I was lying down in the sun, and I was like half between awake and asleep, not entirely asleep, not entirely awake, and all of a sudden now I was I started getting a view of the desert because that's where this, this thing is sitting in the middle of the desert, uh, and I started getting a, like a view of something. Approaching the the property, like a like a ship, like a plane, and it it uh, it was not material. I think it was an etheric ship or something. And once it started approaching the field of the of the cloudbuster, they had a problem. They it started it started breaking up, like disintegrating, as if the ship were made of sand, and all the particles were flying away so they wanted they, they got like a mayday situation where they they were going to turn around and, and and leave but the thing just disintegrated and i was like what the what did i just witness that was that was really weird so whatever it was it was not a material ship it was like an etheric type ship but i know that dark etherians exist so i wouldn't be surprised that they were um
0: and then yeah. and because uh, there were because then you told me that you were doing shamanic journeying at the time for people that wanted to get messages from their guides that they couldn't quite connect to clearly. And so you told the story about the first time that you well, you started getting extraterrestrial ETs to, that were the guides, and you had a situation where you were going with the ETs when they said that, that you couldn't take Shungite with them with you and that's when you realize that the Yeah,
2: the the ships in orbit because right now there is we don't obviously we don't see them. Um but well someone like Dolly would be able to see them because she can see on, on the other side. But right now there are there are so many ET races keeping an eye on Earth and what's going on here. Uh I was doing the shamanic journey for for a customer and more and more I was encountering these I, I was I got used to the idea of the shamanic journey that like the traditional shamanic re- journey where the person's guides are what's in what's known as the upper world and if you want to encounter meet their power animals you will find them in the lower world so that okay fine I'm done. this. sounds like a good arrangement to me okay if I, if I, if I want to meet Power animals, go to the lower world, want to meet the guys, go to the upper world, just fine. And then, surprise, surprise, that that uh, fine arrangement kind of went out the window because I started seeing the guys, instead of the guys being in the upper world, they were in ships in orbit. And I'm like, okay, what's going on here? And that's because there are so many people here that are not, they they're born here, obviously, incarnated here, but they're not exactly—they're not from Earth, so their guides are not from Earth, so they have no business being in the upper world, and they were on, on ships, they're in ships in orbit. So when I went to a ship in orbit, and I was—I was—I was with Shanghai, because as I explained in—I in guess in other shows, I started seeing when you—I have to make an aside here. When you witness other life forms, intelligences in in other fields of of awareness, like for example, when in the etheric plane or the astral plane, uh, for example, uh, something that here on the on the 3D plane may look like a crystal to you, when you go up in vibration, it looks it'll look like an elf, it'll look like a gnome it will look like a little boy, but look like a little girl because that's that's their manifestation at a higher level. When I got to see a uh, Shanghai, it looked like a black lion. And then once I did another shamanic journey and I was able to witness uh Shangite, these silver saturated Shangite, it looked like a it looked like a white lion, white silvery type colour. And and I remember when I I thought it was great protection to take with me the spirit of Shanghai on a shamanic journey, because in a lot of shamanic journeys I encountered uh, unhealthy <laughs> entities, like demons. They're not attacking me because I'm not attacking them. I have nothing, no agendas, so I'm not giving them anything to grab onto. But they even tried But they, they you know, they try to. Trick you and fool you or threaten you, um, but I, I do the best I can and help the customer. And uh, many times you find people that are, are caught in a spell. Uh, like this, the, this one man was. That was that was weird uh, because I was like, like in a field, and there was something on the ground. It was it looked like a turtle shell, but it was actually made of metal. Like a dome, and the person was trapped underneath. It was the, the person had been trapped in a, by a by a power spell or something. So I was able to lift that up so the person could get out. In another case, it was a woman tied to a chair. In another case, a woman tied to a tree. And it's like, God, how much evil is there, people? And the thing was that whoever was doing these magical spells, trapping. The, they weren't even strangers. These were people that they knew. And it's like, wow, what an unhealthy place this planet is. I can't believe, you know, people that you consider relatives and, and supposed to be your, your relatives or your friends, they're doing this to you. But uh, in any case, that's why I started doing, um, taking the trips with the company of Shanghai in order to protect myself better. And when I went on board for the first time, they told me no, you can't. You you if if you're going to. I did it different the second time. The first time I left Shanghai behind, but the, the next time I realized I could ask Shanghai, don't touch anything, don't touch anything, don't don't affect anything. Just just stay with me and you know mind me, but don't touch anything else. And that was when they explained to me that the. The control of the ship, the thing that allowed them to move the ship around in space, were these three magnetic vortices, I guess. And because the Shanghai has the power to change the spin, uh, it could actually mess up the uh, the attitude control on the ship, like where the ship is going and how fast. So uh, I had to I, I had to leave the Shanghai Alone. Now, the next time I, I did it, I told Shanghai not to do anything, don't touch anything, and there was no no issue. But that was that's how powerful it is. That it could actually, if if I, if I had said something, it could have shut off the the uh, ability to, mani- to maneuver this ship. That's how strong it is. So that's a, that's a, was a a great and powerful clue because then I realized that. Uh, if shanghai doesn't do something for you it's because you're not letting it or because you think like like many people have written to me is that they they couldn't do this or they couldn't do that and then i'm, I'm reading the message and it's like and i said i'm sorry but it's not the shanghai not being able to do it is you in your belief system you don't think shanghai can do this i challenge you to try it and you'll see the see the, the change and more often than not that's what I find Shanghai is not doing certain things because people aren't letting it or people are not believing that it can if you if you could put aside your limitation or your belief systems and just give yourself permission to believe freely with no limitations just watch what Shanghai can do. <laughs>
0: If you can't imagine it, it's not likely to happen. <laughs> awesome. Mark, are you still with us? Do you have something you'd like to ask or comment on?
1: Um, no, just following along. I mean, I have some things to ask, but nothing of a big priority. I guess, Um, I don't know if, if Walt doesn't have anything to go on with or, or you. Um, his take on the um, uh, the new shots from you know Pfizer, uh, Moderna, Astrazeneca, uh, and you know because we hear, I mean, I like to follow Health Freedom News, and then they keep up with with um, all the damages and deaths worldwide. So maybe his take, um, maybe he could share testimonials or stories of like what he's recommended <clears throat> his customers for people who are vaccine injured, how to maybe prep the body for regular. Shots versus the new ones, or what he can recommend for for the mRNA? Because Derek and and you have recommended over the past few weeks, several weeks, what we could do on a mental level and and energetically. So, wondered what Walt's take is for uh, biocompatibilizing these these kind of things.
2: Don't get any shot. That's my solution. <laughs> Why would that's that? Why would anybody go out and get any kind of shot? I, I don't mean to be funny. I'm I'm being serious. Why? Why would you go out and get any kind of shot at all? I don't. Conf- I don't trust any of this stuff. Nothing. No. 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 Well, no not, shots
0: for me. Not only that, but in taking the shot, I mean, yes, you can use. We've. Derek has talked about it. Um, Mostly, but you can use uh, your your abilities, your mental capacity to you know just change your reality. You can use it, but the fact of the matter is is that you, when, by taking it, you were you were you were are kneeling down in front of the state. Exactly. You know, and that I think well, that's why I thought that's what you were referencing is why would you why would you do that? Why would you consent to anything like that? This is a temple. Yeah,
2: and as far as I know, that the thing. Have you have you seen the amount of people that uh, that are dying of this COVID vaccine, like in uh, in Switzerland? I don't know; if they're keeping the news secret, but it, it's amazing the amount of people that are, are dying left and right from this so-called safe uh, COVID vaccine. Considering there there is no COVID, so you're getting a vaccine for nothing. There but this, this thing is so it's so insidious because it's actually targeting your genetic makeup. I don't know, unless you're a, a, a yogic master and you are able to control your physical manifestation, I'm sorry, but anything that's modifying your DNA it's, it's, it's going to impact your consciousness. I don't consider myself a yogic master, so if I were... To do anything like that, that would that would be the end of the road for me. Because it's actually modifying your DNA. How do you go about changing that to back to normal health, unless you have major, major mind control and consciousness control?
0: Yeah, we've done a lot of shows, especially on Radio Five G, on the on the dangers of, of this stuff. But one of the most interesting ones was just recently that we did, and it, the guy took the documents from those manufacturers, and they all said, this is not a vaccination, by the definition of vaccination. No, it's not going to protect you from getting the flu or, or the, the whatever. You know, no, 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 no. So, I mean, their own documentation says that this is not a vaccination. In the strict understanding that we have a connotation of what vaccination is, you take it, it makes you, you know, immune f- from getting something. No, nope, none of that. It's not.
2: The, the, so then, the, the, what the, is it then?
0: Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 well, it, it's 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 too long a subject to get into now here. Um, plus the fact that it's it's kind of complicated, and I won't. I'm not any authority on it. I'm listening to this stuff, and I'm going like, Are you kidding me? you know, but we've got a number of shows and it doesn't say we're talking about the virus thing because, you know, that gets you off of everything. Um, but my my point here is is that, again, this is a way of controlling you. What it supposedly, the, the bottom line is that it's making, <clears throat> okay, the Russians investigated what they called the junk DNA and found out that the junk DNA, the, you know, the West was telling you they weren't looking at BS, um, the junk DNA is actually taught the Russians that the DNA s- system is not biological internet. And what they're doing is they're adjusting this biological internet so that your frequency will pick up their control frequency. It's like making you into an antenna system and taking, hijacking your internal biological internet so it's extraordinarily you know that's their their point because they want to be able to have absolute control over your physical body and you know this is this is something that you can go back and you can see that they were talking about it that they were doing this that this is something that they were already you know researching it's it's not like it just oh, i'm telling you the story I, I heard it three days ago no this has been going on for a very long time so no don't get those vaccinations and if you have somebody that does get the vaccination, my, okay, I have a, I have a friend of mine who is being pressured to get the vaccination. She's saying, no, I don't want to, but her family is like, you know, you're so awful that you're not gonna get this vaccine because they've all got it. And the key here is that you have to think of yourself as a, as a warrior of light. And yes, I understand the sovereignty question and the freedom free free will. But the point here is that if somebody's not using their free will and they're in my reality, then they're gonna I'm gonna use my free will to change that reality. And if it changes them, if it interferes with they're not using their free will. So I've got a full I've got you know, I can play with any reality I want, you you're not using your free will. And in my reality, that vaccination is not going to work. It is nullified. The crap is nullified. Because I'm a white light, gold light person who's bringing down, just like the rest of us, the energies that will change humanity, put it back on the track of understanding, you know, the difference between good and evil. So I'm not going to go any further into that because we're at the top of the hour. And uh, this is a short one, but it's uh, Shungite by Craig Stewart, We the People. And welcome back to the Shungite Reality Show. This is Nancy Hopkins. It's February 2nd, 2021. With me is um, Mark Joseph and Walt Silva. So, welcome back, guys. Do you have anything that you would like to add to what I was saying or what we were commenting on in the first hour?
1: No, it's pretty clear on my end.
0: Did Mark, is Walt back?
2: I'm I'm back.
0: Okay. Okay. Did you have anything else to say? Well uh
2: about, no, unless you have any questions.
0: Well let's just let's just start with the uh, up with the uh the uh Cloudbuster. And because this is the Shungite show, get into it to essentially Mm -hmm. What what the Cloudbuster is and what you see Shungite added to it, to start off with. Does that make sense? Are you talking to me? Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, Well, first off, I have to uh, say the the notion, the concept of the Cloudbuster is a device that was okay. Uh, let me just let me
0: just interrupt you because I put the picture of the cloudbuster up on chat, so they're seeing that. I don't know if you saw it.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I see the the guardian is is watching over the Shanghai.
0: Shiloh, yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, he looks very interested. and very aware of what's going on.
3: Yep.
0: <clears throat> so go ahead. The first
2: time I saw I, I saw. Um, when I started studying the whole subject of Organite in 2004, I came across this, there, there was, no, there is a website called educateyourself.org, and at the time, not, not now you won't find it, but at the time, they were posting um, messages by this man, I, uh, I think he was living in the state of Idaho, uh, Don Croft. And he was heavily uh, um, involved in this um, gifting movement where people would go around making these, uh, using Dixie cups. They would put uh, resin and metal shavings and they would go around the country, uh, what they called gifting organite. And they were throwing and and some, some were bearing instead of throwing. Uh, they were bearing these pieces of resin and and uh, metal shavings at the base of um, uh, telephone transmission towers or or uh, antenna or radio towers or wherever they were the source major sources of EMF. <clears throat> but one of the things about uh, organite, is that early on he told me that you have to replenish organite and you have to make new organite because uh, it saturates with moving too much negative organ, so it doesn't do anything. And I thought, that's not very useful. Anyway, at the time that I was just I was less in, my, in my learning curve, I saw the, this thing, <clears throat> which is way different from the original design, the original design calls for five-foot uh, pipes, six of them. Uh, this has three-foot pipes and it has eight of them. But the concept uh, that Dan Craft explained on the, the first off, uh, I guess he used he came up with the term "cloudbuster," uh, but it was not exactly a cloudbuster not in the actual in the pure sense of what cloudbuster does uh, the term cloudbuster was coined by Wilhelm Reich when when he made the the, the cloudbusters they look like um, uh, uh, telescopes you see, you'll see this series of pipes mounted on a, on a tripod and you point them. To the sky, you point them like the same way you you would point a a weapon of some kind, because he could use it to either break up our clouds or to actually assemble clouds, depending on the direction of the cloudbuster. So that's an actual cloudbuster. This device, unlike that, it was they were designed to be pointing straight up. And they're not designed to assemble or dissolve clouds. Uh, according to Don Croft, the concept behind it is that it establishes balance between the earth and sky. So, if you have situations of drought, uh, drought, which is what I encountered here in Minnesota in 2004, it was so. Ter- it was. A, I guess it was like almost like living in the desert because every single. Uh, garden was either brown or, or yellow. Uh, you would get a fine if, if somebody is driving, uh, police are driving past, and they catch you watering the lawn, they give you a, a ticket. <clears throat> it was really bad. And uh, I remember I assembled the first Cloudbuster, which I, I made in a little bucket, so it wasn't a very big unit, but wonderful it was it was proof to me that it worked. That on the very first week, on two different days in the very first week, it rained, and then afterwards, every single week, once a week, it would start raining, and all the gardens and it hasn't stopped since then. All the gardens got green again, so it, that the, the the drought conditions here for the twin cities it disappeared. <clears throat> so, but now. This unit. Um, so the. Also, if, if you have the other kind of situation where it's raining too much, which is Nancy's concern, she she got it. She got these major rainstorms one after the other. One is like I think every single day you were getting a rainstorm, something like that, Nancy. Yeah, just about. <laughs> well, it sort of didn't stop
0: <laughs> raining. Period. Exactly. We got like twenty inches.
2: So Don Croft, that's that was his intention. Was that it? It brings back that balance. In fact, he got he he got a he used to. Um, unfortunately, he killed himself with an ultralight uh, plane. Uh, Nancy gave me the the news. I, I wasn't aware. I think it was two three years ago that it happened. He it was his hobby, I guess, the ultralight planes and the. Something must have malfunctioned with the plane that he went down with the plane. So, uh, but he, not me, but he got very angry with somebody. Somebody made one of these uh, cloudbusters and he assembled it, put it in the backyard, and half an hour later it starts raining, and he, and the guy, got terrified. That, oh my god! The, 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 it's going to be the biblical flora. all of a sudden, it's going to start and, and he got very angry, he says no, no, you idiot, no, it's, you're not going to have a biblical fall. you you have a, 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 a drought condition, so it's bringing back balance, it's going to be ba- it's going to balance after it rains somewhat, it's going to f- stop, and it's called a balance and sail self out, so he, he got short with that guy uh, but that was the purpose of it to bring that balance, so yes, you will have precipitation, but it's not going to be an outrageous amount of precipitation. It's just going to re- rain whatever happens to be the right amount for the terrain where we are. Even that lady in the desert, where I send her um, a cloudbuster, the first week that she got the cloudbuster, it rained twice in the winter. In in the uh, was it winter? Yeah, it was it was winter time in the desert when I sent her the cloud butcher uh, and she was surprised that first week it rained on two different occasions uh, she says and we haven't seen rain around here in the longest time so the that's the purpose of the cloud butcher, to bring balance to between earth and sky so that you you get that you get rain but you don't get an outrageous amount of rain. so that's why Nancy wanted one to uh, allay the situation where you were, you were getting flooded because it was raining so much. Now
0: yes and we should we <clears throat> should point out that this ability for the, for the earth and the clouds to work together was something that was done by human beings but the technology has destroyed that connection. Between the earth and the sky, and this is like gives it a, a signal, an area where it can reconnect, and that that's my interpretation of it.
2: Important thing is that that, that at least that balance gets restored, <clears throat> and like I said before, um, when I when I started planting the affirmations on the cloudbuster, that's when I saw the change in the in the chemtrails, because the. The main intention of me assembling this was not so much a brain that, that the rain issue got corrected. That was a big plus. but primarily my, my concern at the time that I did it was the, the horrible amount of uh, chemtrails that we were getting daily. And, I, and now I noticed when I would start making the affirmations for that day that day there would be no cloud buster, no no chemtrails. So the, the raining stuff got balanced and the uh, chemtrails got balanced because it, they, would, they would dissolve every, every five minutes. And, I, and once they would dissolve, that's it. They would stay dissolved because that was, that was my affirmation. I would say, thank you for clearing all chemtrails in the sky today. And that's, that's it. That's everything that I would say. And the sky would remain clear for the day. Now the next day is the next day, so therefore I was being <clears throat> consistent, and every day I would ask for the same for the same thing. <laughs> okay, let's look now, at the
0: let's look at the picture here for a minute, and so yeah. that people understand what this really is. Um, this is not a metal pot. This is a plastic pot that you put the handles on. And inside of that is the guts of the cloud buster and resin. It's not liquid in there. It looks like liquid in the picture, but it's actually resin. And then out of that comes the eight pipes, but short. And then he sent me the four-foot pipes, right? Yeah. yeah.
2: The, and, each, each segment of pipe is three feet. And then the segment of pipe in the pot and or the base is one foot. So you have the total height is four feet.
0: And when he sent it to me, it's it's got a sh- a sleeve on it, so I just had to slip it o- slip flip the long po- pipe over the short ones. But um, just to, just to give you an indication of, is is this stuff that we can't see? He, he said to me, "Did you see what was inside resin?" And I'm going, "No, I didn't think to look." And then when I did go out there, I, I really it's so thick and. I just couldn't see much of anything. I mean, it didn't make any sense to me. And he's also got um, wire coming out the each of these things. Now, what's the wire? But what, you just give him an idea of what's inside that. And me too, please.
2: Okay. Well, you have uh, uh, you have eight pipes because the pipes you have four pipes should be uh, like pointing to the. Um, uh, uh, the the, the 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 points of the what do you what's the word that I'm using uh, the points of
0: north what south do you call
2: when you say north south yeah those are the okay, cardinal points. points yeah that's you see so you have the cardinal points so you have four pipes going to the four cardinal points and then you have four pipes in the midpoints so you'll have four pipes so one one so north northwest, southwest. And then you have northeast, southeast. So you, so that's why you have eight pipes. The original design calls for six, but it didn't. When I doused it, I should be if it should be eight, and I got eight, not not uh, six. Now what I what's different is on the on the cloudbuster design as presented by Don Craft, which I'm making this. Clarification, because I'm sure there are many cloudbusters out there that have been heavily modified by their builders. And that's perfectly okay. Everyone should uh, try and experiment with different things. <clears throat> in my case, what I did is I applied uh, the, the, the Slim Spurling technology in order to make the base pipes active. What do I mean by active? Metal by itself has organ polarity meaning a positive end and a negative end and it's all fine and good but it's just passive it's just there it has this polarity but not much is happening it's just it's just the polarity that when you have the metal it, it attracts uh, it, it has a negative polarity on one end and positive polarity on the other end and it has a certain amount of movement but that's it but what I, what i did is the base pipes you have the negative polarity pointing down positive pointing up but then the the little uh, the the metal that's going around it that's surrounding the the black sleeve that the the uh, polarity on that one is inverse meaning that the top end of that wire is negative on the bottom is positive so when you connect the two, the short, the thin wire with the thick pipe, now they are circulating nonstop. It's like a little motor. It starts, and not only is it circulating up and down, but it's also circulating in uh, circularly, uh, clockwise. So the uh, the the eight pipes are actually projecting argon actively. You don't have to wait for it to become active. It's already it's already uh, doing so, and very strongly. And the the thing with the pipes, the only thing that the pipes are doing is they're creating, uh, they're giving the, the the cloudbuster more range. But if you wanted to, the the energy that the pipes give off is strong enough that you could use you could you you could have used the base if you wanted. But with the with the pipes, you have a better range, and also uh, at the end of the pipes, I put a mesh. That's what you see wrapped with the uh, with the aluminum uh, foil tape. Is I have mesh because for some reason insects love cloudbusters. They like to get into the tubes, and when you when you remove the tubes after an, a year to clean up the if they see if there's any buildup there, you'll see a lot of dead insects. So, um, I forgot that there is a shungite in all the layers at the bottom, because with the shungite, you could program it to keep away the insects, I guess. (laughs) I didn't remember that. But inside the base, after the initial uh, resin layer, I have in the space, outside the tubes, around the tubes, are all the mineral specimens. I have amethyst. I have calcite. I have a specimen of um, pipestone from here, from Minnesota. Uh, I have uh, um, quartz quartz points. Um, what do you call these? Um, Vogel Vogel points. Uh, so I have all, I have uh, eight different uh, mineral specimens. And then in the space inside the pipes, between the in, in the central space in inside is the pile of. Uh, I'm not using metal shavings. I'm using springs. I just want to. I want to. Um, uh, there's a store here in in, in Minnesota called uh, Axeman. and they sell all these. Uh, um, uh what do you call them uh, what, you know the store where they sell army surplus and all these other doodads so you do not find it in a regular store <laughs> so they they had piles of of uh, springs that you could buy and that's what that's what i used in the space under center because the the springs is going to get the uh, the organ in the resin moving around and then also, uh, another every layer of resin has, besides shangite powder and silver-saturated shangite powder, it has amethyst powder. So every single layer has quartz, and uh, the last layer of the metal has a, g- a golden gold leaf. So when, that's what I was telling Nancy, uh, because of the presence of the shangite, the resin looks kind of dark not not black it's not black but it's it's dark enough so you need a nice strong light to see through through the resin and you see over the over the middle of the springs you see the the, the gold leaf covering that so there is gold and silver added to the resin and uh, the rest is history i guess will see well, what uh yeah experiences because you have. <laughs> <laughs> oh i forgot initially what i doused the the different mineral powders to put in there at the base of each of the of, of each of the pipes um, there is uh, an amount of labradorite pipe I don't know why, and it's not supposed. To, it was. I said, should I put resin so that it gets locked in place? No, no. It should just be loose. So okay. So there is a loose amount of labradorite powder at the base of each pipe. But then it turns out that Nancy needed to complement it with that um, with the uh, nectar, and the re- the nectar changed the the energy signature of it. She says it got clear. Afterwards, like uh, like fresh air, so it actually it, it actually completed the the project I think. It was it was uh, fun. It I, was
0: well. I had taken this picture and I showed, uh, Gene Rockefeller, and I don't know that I sent you a picture. I've got to I've got to get these pictures up. You'll see them on the promo when this goes, on YouTube. Um, so. Jean Rockefeller is looking at she says, I'm telling you, there's something missing. And I said, Okay, all right. And then I wondered, I said, Well could it be the nectar? And nectar is a a long story, but is essentially back in nineteen ninety two. The guides had me made this concoction, uh, out of water and gemstones and gem elixirs and just, you know, this magical stuff that is it trained me in what the potential was of shungite. And shungite does everything that nectar did. Um, but nectar was pretty pretty impressive. So I just recently found a whole big container full of nectar powder, talc powder. And once we got the energy in the water, we were able to transfer it to other particularly the talc, because talc at the molecular level is a is a double tetrahedon with the bases together. And so it would store an, a, the energy. I mean, everything will, but m- much more so in this particular geometric shape. And so it would hold it stable. And, and then you could take a little pinch of what you just did charge and you could put it in something else and that would charge. It was phenomenal. So... I find this big container of it that I had absolutely no recollection of that, you know, that was even in the house or that existed. And so I went out there and I took the pipes all off, I had it all assembled, but I took it apart again, but one at, one at a time. And I put some of the, about uh, a, a third of a teaspoonful of this nectar and that was overkill. <laughs> I, I know it was overkill. You just need a pinch of it. But I had quite a large, large amount of it, and I said, why not? Let's just make sure that, it, you know, it, there's a lot of it because it's going to, you know, rain's going to come through the water and stuff. You know, let's just put a lot of it. In. So every time I would put another, do another pipe, I could feel this thing change, you know? And it kept going higher and higher, and... So finally, I get it together and it's like, I took a picture of it and I sent that to Gene Rockefeller and Dolly. Dolly was the other one that, well, a number of people had seen this, but Dolly was there and I sent her a picture of it. And she said that this picture didn't give her much of it, Dolly, much of an energy boost. But the the second picture, the one that's got the nectar in it, boom, you know, she did. And it was, Jean's came back and she said, it's happier. Everything is happier. You know, and uh so the nectar added to it and and you know, it's just an amazing device. And also, um Walt had set the bases so that those pipes should not be leaning in. In the bases he and he said to me, I'm not, not I'm not an novice at pouring resin <laughs> You know, and so he, it was supposed to be that those pipes were all straight up, but instead they've got this interesting little angle to them. And when I was out there, I knew that what what you know it should be. But then I'm talking to the guides and I'm feeling the energies and I'm going, this is really interesting, because having this little angle to it, each of the energy uh, beams that's coming out of each of the pipes. Okay, so you got eight beams coming out there they're angled and when they angle like that it's like because I'm seeing the energies when they angle like that what's happening is that instead of just being eight beams of like laser light going up they're intermingling and they're causing such an incredibly cohesive coherent field of energy that when I was sitting there and I still had Gina on the phone um because we were setting some other energy things up but I said Gene, can you see over the phone that the pipes, and I didn't tell you this, Walt, the pipes themselves began to have a shimmer to them. Uh, it's sort of like, I call it second sighting, but you can see the energy field, and the energy field was beaming off of them, Ah. Uh-huh. which I found very interesting. So that's that's called the cloud buster because of the uh, saga of getting it here, when I uh, messaged Dolly and Walt, they said the eagle has landed. So we're just going to call it the eagle. We call- Dolly and I call it the eagle. So that's the eagle. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mark, do you have any questions about any of this?
1: No, just listening to the details of, um, you know, um, how those things work, and people in the chat are fascinated, so... You know, I like hearing up the, the updates and, and um, how you guys are using it so yeah just keep going
0: well the the, the one thing that Dolly got nervous about it, that's not water that he's standing on that's glass okay and since 19, oh, nine, 1990 I think maybe 92 or 3 we moved to this position the guides directed me to this position and at one time, this was a very large area that if you see behind it behind where Shiloh is, that scaffolding. okay, I'm going to tell a story. I go I come home, I'm working nights, I come home in the morning, I get the guides are saying to me, go to the backyard, God show you something, God show you something." And I'm going like, oh my God, what are we doing today?" So I go out there and there's a pile of scaffolding. it's metal that you would put up if you were working on a building, you know what I'm talking about, and there was a large pile of it. And so but it was way over on the other side of the property where they wanted me to build whatever it was they wanted me to build. So I mean I spent hours taking one of the each one of those over there and hooking it in so that it made this structure. There's a third panel um to the left if you're looking at the picture. And so that whole that was the width of it and then there were I think Maybe, one, two, three, I think maybe there was three more of those coming this way, and then another, the the end of it looked just like that too. So you were all, it was like an enclosure. And then they had us take 10 foot pieces of copper, same, same things these are, and put them in the ground, put a like a 20-foot circle around this thing. On top of it, copper again, a circle of copper. That was a real fun thing to make. And then on top of that, we had a four-sided pyramid in the uh, dimensions of the Great uh, Pyramid in Egypt. So the the pyramid itself, the physical structure that was, uh, because the pyramid, the structure is what's causing the energies to do the thing, is above us but when we would have um people over there like we'd have anywhere from uh, you know 3 maybe to 20 in this area and we'd build a fire and we'd have flutes and drums and have a great old time in there well when we were doing all this in this this type of of work one of the things that they had us do was under that glass they had, I think it was like it was like I don't know a whole lot of of rolls of 10-gauge copper, and that whole section in there is, under the glass, the width and the, the, how long it is, is, a, is a, a, a grid of copper that they, okay, now turn here and turn here and turn here and turn here, and then now you got to go the other, I mean, I don't even remember what it was, but it took me like hours, probably most of the day, and then they manifested these bricks <laughs> to put on top of it, I found him on the side of the road, was told to pick him up. This is where they wanted him. Okay, so so the the, the bricks are on top of a grid system of wire. Then exactly where that uh, the eagle is sitting, it's sitting on Chungite on the semi-surface. It goes down about, I don't know, two or three inches. But underneath that, buried underneath that three feet down, is a geometric form that's uh, about... Yeah, it's about a foot tall, very complex form. And the twin of that is buried in Bimini, which is 50 miles off the coast of us. And it's the highest peak on Poseidon, which was one of the five islands when Atlantis broke apart. Okay, not when it sunk, but when it broke apart in the islands. The biggest one was Poseidon. And that Bimini is the top of the mountain that was the highest mountain on Bimini. And he buried, the guy that made these things, he buried the twin there. Which means that this is just like a, an amazing circuit that they have put together since, like I say, it had to have been 1990. I think it was 93. And when I was telling Walt, yeah, I want this thing for the floods and stuff, all of a sudden I realized, no, this isn't for weather modification as much as it is to... to Plug into whatever this circuit is that they've been building for all this time. So it's sitting there; it's getting more powerful every day. Um, and I don't know what 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 we have going with this, but this is a this is another one of those saga stories. Wow! I'm looking at I'm looking at the darn thing right now—a darn thing, that beautiful thing, that wondrous, amazing thing. And I can see it's, it's it's shimmering in the picture. I don't know if other people see it. So anyway, well the,
2: I know that it uh the field is gonna get as the days pass, the field gets bigger because I I noticed mine when I first installed, installed it. told it what maybe it was two feet across in when I detected it with the with a pendulum. Uh, but as the years have passed is it's like a uh, twelve feet across now, so it's it's not gone weaker; it's gone stronger. So you might find that uh, the same with your unit.
0: Yes, Last and, back, and, it's and I good. was it you that I was talking about that were t- to put um, a wire to hold them together to actually bring them in tight because they're pretty tight. To be honest with you. They kind of locked in energetically anyway. But to put an outside wire on it. I think I'm going to let it sit for a while, and then we'll see what they want to do next. That's what I think. But anybody out there that wants their own little cloud buster, get a hold of Walt. Well, he, he's has a it, new has it rained? <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, actually it did rain. We needed rain. Okay, and okay. It, I did. I was so glad you went through an explanation of, of that, you know, earlier about the rain and the um, uh, the, the cloudbuster and the guy that thought he was going to cause the great flood again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually wondered the other, the opposite of it. I said, okay, it's communicating with the uh, with the uh, sky, but when they were digging up out front, you might have heard them earlier in the show. Because they're back again. I don't know what they're doing. And unfortunately, the post mailman, I ran into him at the gate. And he's going like, boy, they're putting a real lot of He says, you know, they did it up the street. I said, yes. And he said, it didn't work. It's worse. (laughs) 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 Oh, oh, thank you very much for that information. Oh, my God. But um, when they are digging it up, the groundwater, the water table is like not more than five feet below it. So I'm going. I'm going like, well, if this is communicating, does it know that we we need to uh, not look at the water five feet down? We need to look at what's happening to the vegetation. And I'm sitting here going through this in my mind. And I went, well, uh, dummy, you can just program it. You can explain it. <laughs> Please yeah. make sure we're talking about the vegetation, not the not the water table. I mean, if you had this on a boat, it probably wouldn't rain. <laughs> you know what
2: I mean? Uh, yeah, it would be a different situation, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, well, you, no,
2: but still, still on the sea, you do want to get rain. Yeah, on, yeah. on, a, on a small island because that's not salt water. No, I said on a boat. Get... I said on a boat. <laughs> I didn't say yeah, a small. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just took it to the next level. um <laughs> yes oh shoot I was going to say something oh yes yeah. so, so anyway you guys can um, if you want this or you can go over to newparadigmtools.net newparadigmtools.net that's Walt's website you can um, he's got so many amazing different offerings there but you can also um, communicate directly with him email or you got a comment page is that what you have?
2: yes people
0: can send me a and um, he can you know work with you for whatever it is that you need um, newparadigmtools.net and the link will be down below and and if you want to listen to more about uh, from Walt Silva you can actually after right after oh right after this show is the show that we did back in 2016 march 29 with Solaris Blue Raven Walt. It's a I call it oh. the, I call it Cosmic Reality Chronicles and I'm pulling some of our old stuff because it was really so good. And uh so oh. she's she's gonna be on but uh tonight at six to eight Eastern time, Walt is on Cosmic Reality every week. And every week, um we have a good time. And Dolly Howard's on the show with us that on that show. So, um Yes. Okay, so Walt, is there something else that you would like to mention or talk
2: about, or uh, can't think of anything? I know that uh, Mark had a lot of subjects to discuss today, and Bert, so we have to let him talk.
1: <laughs> uh, you guys have a telegram page you want to share to um, radio or chat?
0: Well, I I have a telegram place, but. I basically am just using it to see what other people are seeing. I'm not a, I don't use it to chat with people. <laughs> that would make me crazy. See, I didn't realize that Twitter, you didn't have to tweet. You could just read. So that's what, what I do with it. And I think it's under my personal name. I don't even think we've got cosmic reality there. But we, do, we are up on podcast. And you can get... The links are always below these. They're all over the place. Um, if you you know if want to be able to sign up for... And, 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 and we're actually getting... Right now, we're getting about a third of the amount of downloads that we used to get with viewers on YouTube from the podcast. So people are finding us there.
1: Okay. Um, Fernando is asking um, if you guys have seen Black Hawk in the Sky military?
2: I've heard the sound of helicopters, uh, but I have not been able to go outside to see. Sometimes, sometimes you hear them, but they're way off in some, in some angle. Uh, I don't know, but I, I've heard uh, helicopter sounds. I just don't know if they're Black Hawk or commercial helicopters. Uh, I did see you know, when I did see the um, was it was it was that in the beginning of I remember telling Nancy in the beginning was that in the beginning of 2020 when there were a lot of uh, blackhawks uh, here in the in the area because I live about like a quarter of a mile from a, a, a small airfield and I remember seeing the the helicopters. I mentioned it to Nancy. Seeing the, I remember seeing mentioning to Nancy. One of the helicopters I saw were one of these big, fat, big fat ones, the ones with the two propellers. It's like a flying bus, and you. And Nancy said, "Yeah, that's military," and they're all painted with hunter green colors.
0: That's like a Chinook, I think they call. Them.
2: But uh, I, I saw them last year. I don't now. Not lately, I haven't seen them, so I don't know what activity they were doing, they were involved in.
0: Well, who was it? I I saw something about somebody talking. Who was it? It was Gene Decote, I think. Mark, um, and he was. We went down to the local because he's he's a veteran, so he can go to the uh, local army or whatever it was base, and there was nobody there. They've all been deployed. So, there's activity out there, that's for sure. But all we have to do is focus on, you know... What would you tell them to focus on, Walt? Because we want to focus on the new reality, not the one we're engaged in.
2: Real, we'll focus on the reality you want. I, I know that we. It's, it's good to be informed, and we want to be informed on it. But one of the things is that, uh, for example, when I see the... Uh, Simon Parks and Charlie Ward, and a lot of these presenters, and and sometimes there is good, useful. I, I like it when they're when they have good, positive, useful information, and uh, and they have a good, positive outlook on things. Like for example, Charlie Ward has that attitude that he's not worried about anything. He's not in a state of fear about anything. If anything, he's just being patient and watching the theater unfold. Uh, But when presenters focus on the negative and what's not really, I I really don't see that. I don't see why would I invest my energy on that? I'd rather invest my energy on good, positive, creative things because that's, that's where we were going. I mean, do we really put our energy in this dying beast called the cabal? I, <laughs> is that, if anything, we're giving them more of our attention and more of our energy.
0: That's why I find it so... Uh, just encouraging, because so many people are seeing the humor in it. You know, there's... there's the, the more you look at it, the more you... Talk about it—the crazier it gets. I mean, it just is like nutsola
2: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's good to be informed, but don't don't let it distract you from what do you want. What's your reality? You know, let's stop waiting for somebody else to feed the reality that we should be having. Uh, let's get away from that because for a long time we did that. For a long time, people were like waiting, oh, the aliens are going to come and they're going to rescue it. And I was like, why? well, why should I wait for somebody else to build a better reality, a happier reality? It's my job to do that. I should build a better reality. And if it's so, it just so happened that my reality begins to connect with others with the same attitude, better yet. But stop waiting for somebody else to feed you the good news. It's like I wasn't even looking for it. Um, I'm. I, I noticed these past ten days, from the twenty to the thirty, were kind of quiet overall. And I noticed on was it oh no late, late Saturday I noticed that somebody put a post saying that from the 20th to the 30th were the official 10 days of darkness that's why and there was a internet outage in many places all over the world and and starting after the 31st it's something completely that and I said oh I wasn't looking for this but I came across it so i guess you know there was a reason for so much quietness <laughs>
0: Dolly's probably in the chat going, I know more about
2: this. We'll talk about it. Well, no, she, wrote, she just wrote, "dog on it. My computer died because I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam said, welcome back. <laughs>
0: she must have lost power. Probably, yeah. I don't know. So is there anybody else in chat that's got a question about this? Write it down. We'll talk about it. That's a really good-looking dog, though. (laughs) (laughs) He's a funny guy. So, um... Mark.
1: Yeah, so uh, one of the people worth following on Telegram is Inelia Benz, and she put on a a new... Like a meme quote that's relevant to um, what you've been talking about, Nancy, the past couple of weeks of like um, the reason why New Earth progress has been has been as progressing is because there aren't enough people awake. Uh, so, just wanted to read off the Anelia quote here: um, Everyone you'll affect with your manifestation is by default your co-creator, whether they participate in the co-creation or not. You'll know how to find out who these people are and how to move forward with your manifestations in a way that's acceptable for all concerned. So um, I linked that for me uh, uh, to the Kerry Cassidy interview with Michael Jaco, who's um, a former CIA um, Special Forces Navy SEAL, uh, SEAL Team 6. And I recommend other people to listen to the interview where he talks about when he was in situations of trouble, he's also a remote viewer, remote influencer. So um, how he would change the event is sending um, love uh, to the scene or to the people in that area, regardless of whoever side they're in. And when he did that, it changed the um, upcoming scenario for him to where when other people who weren't doing that in other teams, they got like, injured or killed and he was sharing different scenarios and that were all you do is just add love energy and then that would transform the whole thing. So um, that's something people can do as far as like, I mean, for me, I have a situation where um, you know there's somebody I don't want to run into or whatever, some, some daily life thing and I would just send hard energy. Uh, the uh, mental technology I use is called quantum touch. Um, they lay out a good um, a technique and they're, um, book called the new human of uh it's like you're shooting the heart energy from your heart and um and and matching it with your breath and conscious intention of um affecting that person and you could do this it's it's a non local approach, so even with your mind's eye, you can do that but uh that book is what i recommend and and it pretty much causes physical change within minutes if not seconds and in doing that. So, I don't know if you guys have other recommendations people can do in um, radio or chat uh, to kind of um, exponentially uh, raise up the energy. Uh, What's the title of the book
2: again?
1: Um, Let me see. Uh, It's called The New Human by Richard Gordon. Uh, People know that you can go on Amazon.com and kind of browse the, um, the book, but also... Uh, I mean, I can read the excerpts of it of how to do the technique. I know we have nine minutes left, but Richard Gordon has a bunch of interviews on on YouTube that you can listen to. Also, really cool about how um, of consciousness and like uh, infusing things with life force and um, giving them to the people and things like that.
0: One more time, the name
3: of the book. The,
1: the name, new human. The new by human. Richard Gordon. Okay. I could read some excerpts of it. I have the the text tech specific technique. Um Go let ahead. Me see. The,
2: yeah, Mark, there's a yeah. thing is that uh, author Richard Gordon appears only under a title Quantum Touch. The new human. Yeah, I got Mary Rodwell, and then the new human is Cryon.
1: Okay, so then it's. Quantum dash touch 2.0, the new human. Uh, they, they, they put the new human like uh, I, more in I, the front. I, okay, sorry. I see. Um, so some of the highlights, let me see. From the technique, um, you simply set your intention and connect it with heart energy and breathing. And then things start to happen after that. Um, what was the step-by-step? Oh, this is the three-step abbreviated form. Page forty-seven from that book. Um, generate and feel intense loving sensation in your heart area, heart energy. Connect and amplify this heart energy sensation with your breathing. Direct your heart energy with your intention, especially with each exhale, toward wherever you want it to work and heal. Um, yeah, so I uh, see the eyes have a capacity to hold focus. The inner eye can imagine really well, but it'll drift. Uh, you aren't sending energy with your eyes. You gaze simply. Your gaze simply serves as a target system for the heart. Um, and you're not working to control the outcome. You can no more heal someone else than you can digest the lunch they ate. So he's also talking about the intelligence of the life force that it knows what to do. You don't need to like consciously make stuff happen. Uh, and then the last one here I'll read. Um, you're coming from your heart and the love and energy you you send will do as much healing as the body is ready to receive. Sometimes the healing doesn't happen in your preferred time time frame, and according to our own expectations. Let go of attachment to the outcome and just send your love. The body and the universe will take it from there. Okay. Done with that one. Excellent. Yeah, he has three books out. The third one is about how to um, infuse objects or imprint different things um, with life force. Um, But his, his interviews are always good to listen to. And then Um, Yeah, just a simple thing to do. Like for me, what what helps um, uh, magnify the heart energy is listening to a song in my head that brings up the frequency and the vibration. And then I just focus and shoot the heart energy from the chest from there, matching it with my breathing.
0: Okay. I was putting... I was putting up the uh, promo for the next show and the chat. Um, Anything else, Mark? We still got six minutes.
1: Okay. Well, um, another thing people can do is um, I know we can't force people to awaken, but there's, um, I don't know what the word is, subversive ways, things you can do, like um, you can shun out a space that, of people who aren't exactly as open, like putting a a S4 magnet in their car, their fridge, uh, Shungite coasters, that S4 Shungite coasters that Derek sells, um, even placing an S4 sticker next to a food they eat or something that, because it takes what, four seconds to make something like to clear it out, the bad chemicals. So there's other ways to um, purify or clear things that'll help uncloud The people's mental state uh what do you guys think about that
2: it's it's more constructive than doing nothing (laughs) definitely
1: yeah um i also have a red light i got from australia trying to find like the best one with the least flicker rate and uh emf and i put an s4 magnet on there um I did have the Buckyball um, sticker, but um, the S4 I haven't tried yet. I don't know because I, I have it to my back and like on my skin, touching touch the panel, the red light panel. So I'm hoping it won't like over it or anything like that. Like what an S4 magnet would do for it. No, since we're pretty cloudy and rainy here, I, I use the red light pretty frequently.
2: Oh. So you use, uh, in, uh, but do you do you use uh, L- infrared LEDs or infrared uh, uh, just regular light?
1: It's uh, near infrared and far infrared uh, red light ah. on the panel. Something I recommend for everybody um, I'm trying to take the mitochondria approach. That's actually a good good thing to people to look up. Um, so there's a new thing called quantum medicine, uh, doing the mitochondrial approach of, um, of healing, just you know using the sun, grounding nature, things like that, called um, DMED, as in decentralized medicine. So I don't know if you can look up Quantum TV. There's a really good um, preview of doctors who are following the mitochondrial medicine approach, quantum biophysics of um, get as much sun as you can, sunrise, sunlight, and how to mitigate EMFs, uh, just simple ways that are free you know um
3: -hmm.
1: yeah just stuff to check out. oh i guess i have a question for nancy so we were talking about last week of mar-a-lago being kind of like the winter white house um has she ever tried the remote view or you know because i wonder they have like bunkers and um skiffs um over there and and um wondered if it's also a sacred site too, Mar-a-Lago. That would be kind of an interesting thing to... Because you guys got Coral Castle over there. um, So Mar-a-Lago could be a sacred site in a way.
0: That's an interesting thing because Coral Castle was originally... I don't think it was that far up because it's not too far from me. And... At some point, uh, Ed took and moved everything that he was building there to where it's located now. But I'm wondering how far from uh, mar a that site might be because he was working with ley lines. I'll have to see if I can find that information. That's very interesting. Ah. <laughs> um, so you're saying it's north of you? Say again?
2: You're saying that it's north of you?
0: the The original site's north of me. the The one now is south of me.
2: Oh, that's odd. Why? Why the change? It well, say. the st-
0: the story goes that he was um he was irritated by the neighbors, tr- always trying to find out what he was doing. And I mean, that was the story that sort of explained that. I don't know if it's true or not. He probably had told, the guides probably told him, you're in the wrong spot, you got to go down south. <laughs> and he had to take everything with him. You know, but when he when he was, was doing, well, we can't get into that. We're going to run out of time here. <laughs> anyway, um, I thank you both for being here. I'll see you tonight at uh, 6 to 8 Eastern, um, uh, Walt. And, Mark, thank you very, very much. And um, you want to say good night?
1: Yeah, thank you so much, Walt. It was really fun. Um, hearing everything and uh, thank you Nancy fun as always
2: thank you Mark Uh, thank you thank you Mark and thank you very much for the book I just ordered it on Amazon
1: very cool yeah I would love to hear your take on it thank you
0: (laughs) very cool be safe everybody see you later see you later you have been listening to the Shanghai Radio Show produced by Cosmic Reality Radio thank you for being here Be safe.